What's going on, people? I just checked out the new docu-series on Apple TV called Home, and I got inspired. Apparently, there's a house inside of a greenhouse. It looks like it could possibly be the home of the future. Let's look into it for a second in this next episode coming up. How's everybody doing? I'm doing well. I hope you guys are all doing well as well. This is the second episode of The Property Marketers. And for this second episode, we're going to be talking about homes, experimental homes inside of greenhouses. So this new podcast here was definitely inspired by this new documentary series on Apple TV called Home. So what is Home all about? Home is about different unique and unusual properties that are made by different architects that honestly want to push the limits of what a property can be. So I encourage everybody to check Home out on Apple TV because yeah, and inspire this episode and I think it will inspire somebody else to make another episode of uh, property uh, property types as well so one of the key properties that I found was very very interesting to me was this family that built a log cabin inside of a greenhouse yeah it was very interesting because It was something that I really do not see a lot of. You don't really see a lot of greenhouses, um, but not only greenhouses, you don't see a lot of homes inside of those greenhouses. Greenhouses are usually far out into land. They're usually uh, far out into the distance, somewhere that you you have a lot of land to actually grow crops, right? But this family in Sweden took that to another level by actually living inside of that greenhouse and actually thriving. They're thriving off of all of the things that they grow and they're completely self-sufficient. They were completely self-sufficient. They lived close to a lake and they were growing their own grapes, tomatoes, cucumbers, um, I think so. I think I saw some figs in there as well. So this is just a new concept that has been completely underutilized, really, um, until I guess like the last like two, three years. A lot of people have just been really um, coming up with different ways of doing it. And we're going to take you through several different um, examples of others. Um, mostly in Sweden, actually. Uh, I think the, the, the Swedish people really do love this idea of actually living inside of greenhouses. In fact, um, the first person to do it, the, the first person that came up with the actual concept, um, uh, a Swedish man, a Swedish architect by the name of Bent Warren. I hope I pronounced his name right. If I didn't, you can tell me. Um, but he created this concept of living inside of a greenhouse, but 
not only living inside of one, it, it was like a architectural design that he came up with that really captures the idea of human and plant. So I definitely wanted to just show you guys just a few of the examples. And I also wanted to show you a few of the pros and cons of actually living in it and actually thriving in it like this family is here. I also wanted to take you guys through the idea of why should people actually be interested in these homes? What makes them so special? And for me, right off the bat, what really um, drew me to this idea was because these homes are such a new idea. They're, it's, it, it, may, it may seem like something completely out of the ordinary, but these people have actually used this these houses to do more, do more with the idea of what a house can be. Like this, this, these experimental homes that we're going to walk through, these are not even architects. They're not even uh, people who have like architectural minds or anything. These are just engineers. They're actually, I, I think some of them are just completely no engineering experience at all too, where they're just want to see self-sufficient. They want to be self-sufficient in some way. And this concept of a home allows them to do that. In this next section here, I'm going to take you through three examples of my favorites that I feel like you guys should definitely know about. We're going to run through some specs. We're going to run through some details of exactly what you guys should be looking at with these houses. And hey, maybe one or two of you might be like, I'm going to start my own. Let's see. Uh, that's that's going to be my that's going to be my uh, my goal for this episode to see who would actually come up with this or actually start this for themselves at the end of this episode here. So stay tuned for that. All right, all right, all right. So the first house let's get more into this log cabin for a second the log cabin that i i showed you before was brought to you by apple tv shout out i have the seven day trial i'm probably we'll see if i'll buy it i'm not mm, hesitant anyway um so this log cabin is all focused on this one family that decided that they want to be closer to nature. They want to be closer to the plants that they love the and they want to do it year round. You know, they want to do they want to escape these harsh uh, Sweden winters that last um, I'm quoting on this video here. Um, they last from end of October all the way to like the beginning or, or like the middle of April. Um, being in Canada, that's that's a pretty long time, <laughs> and um, I, I didn't I didn't believe it until I heard it in the video. Here's what some of the descriptions and the specs specs of this log cabin that we have here. So, it features a house made of wooden logs. Of course, it's a log cabin, and something that we're gonna see a lot of a filtration system that takes the bathroom water and it filters throughout 
all the plants in the home. So it's it's really cool how they do it. Um, they they take the all the all the the sink water, all the drainage from the toilet and things along those lines. It all comes down into their filtration system at the bottom of the house. And at the bottom of the house, they have a basically a dis- distribution panel almost. It, it distributes all the water to the plants within the home. So they're really not um, using up that much water. Well, they're they're really not like, I mean, you can imagine with all the plants within the house, they, they would be using so much water, but really and truly, they're doing it right. They're doing it right by having this distribution panel and having the water actually distribute throughout the home. So it's beautifully done the way they've done it. And I feel like that's gonna be a theme throughout these entire homes here. Um, also, the house includes a rooftop, rooftop patio. I guess you have to have one of those. Um, the rooftop patio. It's also, of course, it's in glazed, glazed. It's glazed in how in inside glass, like an entire home, enclosed in this glass container here. So it's beautifully done the way they've done it. The engineer that was on the house, it took him over ten years to actually complete the entire house and they were running through his entire store beautiful family um that 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 we had in this documentary and he was very technical on how he wanted to do it it took him a long time but in the end it was a beautifully done house and i i encourage everybody to check it out check out the documentary that's home apple tv i think i mentioned it like five times so far anyway so the next one is also in Sweden. It's the Stockholm. I'm gonna I'm gonna speak Swedish Swedish right now. It's Naturhus, Naturhus, or Nature Home. So it's a house with a wooden finish, enclosed in glass. Yes, we're gonna have that as a theme, and a smaller rooftop enclosure, right? Um, it's also placed in a good section of the land with full sunlight and like I said before it has a filtration system and that's going to be a main theme a reoccurring theme throughout these as well so another reoccurring theme is the solar energy I think most of these homes they have they're all enclosed in glass but they also have solar panels Um, these solar panels are giving the house a lot of energy and a lot of wiggle room with energy you know like energy efficiency so i feel like that's a reoccurring theme but it's also very very nice to see as well these are almost like well they're they're eco homes they they these are these are people that they want to go out of their way to be self-sufficient they want to to find new ways to do different things and and stretch the limits of what a house can be. So I, I love I love this topic and I love what this this family in um, in Stockholm is doing with the Nortur House. So we're gonna fly on over to Amsterdam for this next house. It's in Rotterdam. It's called the Rotterdam Solar Home, according to the Kirsten Dirksen video that I watched. 
Um, and what it features is, it's a cool one because it features a front garden with an open space. I'm trying to let you, let you all picture it. So you walk in, there's a front garden. Um, there is a wooden door, a wooden house completely made out of wood. And on the side of these, of this entire house, you see plant walls. There's plant walls inside, outside of the house as well. So for you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to put, I'm gonna have to put the entire house, um, description and the link to the video to, to really do it justice. But for me, I just wanted to to practice explaining the, the description and this and the specs to you all. So another unique aspect of this home are the two levels. So this this house features two levels of rooftops. It's very, very cool. They have a patio right at the top of the house, but they also have another patio right at the top where you have a entire garden. A rooftop garden um, featured with several different things and the th really cool thing of course you you can already imagine this is a greenhouse so they can potentially grow anything with the centralized heat and the constant room temperature within these houses so I think this is one of the very very cool and unique aspects of this one home here so that was just three of the experimental homes that we're going to be touching on here. And they, as you can already hear in my voice, they all have that three, I would say three things. They all have a filtration system. They all have the solar um, energy that's keeping that energy efficiency going. And honestly, most of them, most of them that I've seen, they all feature some element of wood like they're all made out of wood or well wooden logs or or something along those lines i'm not sure if that's something that they prefer or if that's something that is just unique to these houses but for me i feel like it'd be much better to use a material like metal where it's low maintenance for for anybody that wants to, to make this themselves. I would suggest using something like metal, which is low maintenance. It's very popular right now with, with a lot of residential homes coming up. It's very, very cost effective as well. And something that we're gonna dive into when we look at the cons and the pros, these are quite expensive. <laughs> these 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 three homes um i feel like a lot of these well these three homes that we looked at they have a cost element that uh, may be out of budget for a lot of people but if if you have the mindset and if you want this to happen and you want to potentially be living in these homes um practically forever um, you will find the money to, to do it and it's rewarding. It's quite rewarding as we will see it when we look at the benefits here. So in this next section here, we're going to definitely dive into the benefits and the cons coming right up here.
So the benefits and the cons. I would see I would say there are a lot more benefits than cons, but depends on who you ask. For me, I I just wrote down a few of the benefits that for me I feel like are very very unique to these homes and very very unique to somebody who would like to own one of these homes. So, some of the benefits, just to just to spitball with you, um we have never they're never short of light. They're growing your own garden year round. The warm temperatures inside of your home, you're keeping that consistent year round. There's a central weather condition so you don't have to worry about snow or hail or anything like that. Um it's potentially low maintenance if you build it with metal, um hint hint hint. Um also so many different ways of doing it. So, let's dive into each benefit here. So, as you can already tell, there these are glass enclosed homes, so they're never short of light. Light is always shining right through for the plants and for you. Imagine, okay, let let's let's give you a situation here. You're waking up, you walk outside, and the sun is just right on you. You get up, you're inside of this 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 glass enclosed enclosed house and the sun hits you right on your face just as you even walk outside of your room this is something so beautifully unique to these homes and it's something that you'll never you might you might get it um in in some houses but it's much much more pronounced in these glass enclosed homes as you can imagine The other benefit was growing your own garden year round with that same temperature um going year round as well. So, I feel like that is probably the biggest selling point for these homes. You have gardens, you have figs. I love figs. I think I mentioned it twice. Um you have figs, tomatoes, cucumbers, everything you can even grow. you have them right outside of your window. So for for somebody like me who loves um house plants and somebody who who loves the idea of constantly growing different um products and different um vegetables and fruits this would be a dream come come true. And if you're like me and you like this same idea of vegetation and fruits and constantly waking up to this um this environment it would be really nice to check check out more of these homes and actually see them for yourself in fact the person who um is doing the log cabin is also very very prevalent on the idea of creating villages of these homes actual villages and one of the projects is skyhouse um i'm guessing it's a sky house but it's essentially he wants to create um different schools public schools um hospitals um everything you can think of an entire village of these homes that can withstand these swedish um swedish winters and i think it's a very uh, healthy idea and it's a very 
um, inspirational idea to actually take it to that extent. Let's get back to the benefits here. So one other benefit is the central weather conditions and the low maintenance. So one thing I wanted to touch on for these benefits when it look when you look at these types of homes one thing that that struck me is they're all very very different you would you would think like you know they would have like some sort of um unique characteristic i guess like i already named like the three that you can see but for all these homes that we have here right now most residential homes they have some sort of relevant covenant on them that you can't do certain things. You're, you're very limited in what you can do. And that's that's very that's very um, unfortunate for us, but very, very um, cool for them. It, it gives you the opportunity to constantly use that mind and use that architectural mind that that's most of us have to be a little bit more creative and stretch, stretch ourselves and and find out new ways of doing things. So for me, I love the create creative aspect of these buildings. I love the idea of growing your 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 fruit and vegetables year round. But the one thing, the one um, one of the one of the only cons that I would say about this house is the humidity. At, at some point, it would get I would get a little uncomfortable. Um, with the humidity, I would get, I would get, uh, I know with some, some of you as well. Um, I read somewhere or I watched a video recently and one of the owners of a greenhouse like house was talking about this summer, the summer and in a colder environment, I think it was Amsterdam. And he said, um, sometimes the temperature can actually be five degrees higher within these houses. So that's something you definitely want to be watched out, uh, look out for, I should say. But one thing that the person that said it in, I'll give you the link, um, he also said he used a heat pump exchanger. So like a fridge, this heat pump allows you to have cool air throughout your house through a process of transferring cool air throughout your home and then reversing that process when you want to be warm. So it's uh, to, to sum it all up, it, it, it moves the heat throughout the house and sometimes it's cooler and sometimes it's warmer and allows you to be a little bit cooler um, when the humidity gets a little high. So if this is one of the cons for you and if you feel like you'd get a little bit <laughs> uncomfortable with the heat as well, like I would, then this might be one of your, your greatest options to install a quick heat pump exchanger for your house. One of the other cons that I, that I also saw with this project or with all the projects was a bit of cost. I mean, it is, there, there are ways to get around the cost. Yes, you can develop the house in different ways. You can be as creative as possible with the way you're doing it, but at some point you might run into a little bit of a cost which 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 is not not the greatest <laughs> not the greatest for most people so these are just some things you might want to look out for and 
it's some it's just a few of the cons and the pros for somebody that that might want to do this within the future so keep these in mind when you definitely want to create um your own greenhouse greenhouse house so let's move into this next section here and let's talk about is this the right house for you and would this be the right house for somebody else not only that we're going to talk about who would actually like this and who would actually live in the in these houses so for me the people that would love this the most i would probably say <laughs> i guess the easy answer are architects um maybe whether that be urban or any type of um architect that wants to push limits that is kind of dissatisfied with the 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 relevant uh, covenants like i said the restrictions or i should say uh, the restrictions on so many different houses i feel like people who want to break barriers they want to do more than the average joe would would really love these types of houses and one of those companies that i feel would really help you understand a little bit more about um, this actual concept is Regen Villages. So Regen Villages is a company that is is trying their best to create eco homes and eco villages for for different people. The way they're doing it is they are enclosing um, different houses inside of green like structures it's not exactly um the same designs as we, what we looked at in this in this podcast so far but they have different dome houses they have different um different sort of houses that allow people to build different greenhouses and stretch the limits of those same greenhouses one of those Oh, I'm, I'm popping into one of my favorite um, farming concepts here are vertical farming. Vertical farming is developing gardens on a vertical platform. You're building up rather than horizontal. So it's very, very unique in that sense because it uses it, minim- it minimizes uh, enough space. That you can create so much more you can do so much more with the space you have so i i i've kind of uh, i i've always loved the concept of vertical farming so this is right up my alley so this 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 company here called regen villages are creating these houses they're trying their best to create eco-friendly housing for for everybody so I would definitely try your best to check them out here. Um, I'll send a link up for Regen Villages. And they have different villages already in places like the US, Sweden, UK, and everywhere in between. So they're, they're trying their best to 
take the, this concept and run with it. Another another company that I will mention was Ava Laxmere. Yeah, so this is a project in Kullenborg, Amsterdam. And what they want to do is they want to bring awareness to develop a sustainable and environmentally aware society. And the way they have done that is by creating houses with solar tops, creating houses with these same greenhouse-like materials that have really created a whole community centered around these same greenhouse concepts. So as we walk more through the type of people who would actually want these houses, you look at environmental friendly people, um, people that want to stay environmentally friendly and the people that want to be self-sufficient with themselves. Those are the people that would love to own one of these houses. And like I said before, with the water filtration system, these are all just mechanisms to be more self-sufficient, to be more sustainable. So the people that would love these homes, they all have these things at the top of their mind. They're all people who want to be more sustainable in their lives, but not only in their lives, in their homes as well. So keeping that in mind, these are all people that have have that awareness. They they have that idea in their heads that they want to be more sustainable. They want to have the ability to see their houses, but also be more connected with their houses. From plants to humans, these this is this is the concept that this housing concept has brought being more closer to the plants and being more closer to the gardens that you create. So this is a concept that is a pretty futuristic, I would say, but it's a concept that's constantly growing and constantly being tested, being tested and learning from the different mistakes, mistakes like humidity and cost. So for my prediction for this industry, I feel like it's a growing industry, but it's also an industry that's learning. It's learning and it's also implementing different things like smart city technology and smart city tech within the homes to actually monitor those filtration systems and monitor the heat levels and monitor even like the cost of actually developing these homes. So as you get more technology, as you get more data, more data on these different houses, things might change. You know, this could be potentially the housing of the future in that it could potentially take less money to build these homes. So if you actually have the chance to create this for yourself, I may want to develop more, uh, gather more details and gather more evidence that it, it actually works. One last example that I feel everybody should know about is this coffee shop that I felt was very, very beautiful as well in Sweden. It's called the Up Grana uh, Natur 
Hoos. I'm getting better at that word. It's it's a it's a coffee shop and lounge that was in the same home documentary Apple TV that I mentioned, and they took that concept and they now have a whole coffee shop that's inside of a greenhouse. And for me, that would be my coffee house every single day of the week. If I if it was close to my house, if you had a green, imagine like the relaxation and the meditation of you just being in that environment, that air quality, the quality of the air from the plants and 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 all the the sort of insects and and bugs that that may be there too. But it's just quality air and it's just a quality way of living these homes. So I encourage anybody to take the chance and actually experiment with the way you're living. That's 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 what I have to say about that. <laughs> All right. So as we're signing off on this episode, I wanted to touch base with the the father of greenhouse tech. Let's call it that. The father of greenhouse greenhouse concept tech. <laughs> His name is Bengt Warren, which I touched base on before, but a person that could actually think outside the box, a person that can do it first and have this movement started should definitely be shouted out as I end this episode here. But one lesson that we can also take from this entire concept is that the house, the, the house that we have here, the square interiors and just the, the things that we have seen constantly, the things that we, we constantly see on a daily basis can be changed is what I want to say in this episode. Things can be changed and things can be different. You can do different things. There's so many aspects of a home, of a property that can be changed. It can be twisted to your will if you want it to be like that. So these people, a lot of these, a lot of these people that we touch based on, they created these houses from different reusable things like plastics and like wood and like like the most minimal the middle most minimal um materials that that we've used so i feel like if anybody would like to create these things themselves just keep that in mind that the way you're living now can can drastically change if you take the time to think and if you take the time to actually develop an idea that is different than somebody else's that's not on your on your on your devices it's it's coming from your head it's coming from the books that you read it's coming from um different different areas that you go and different places that and different people that you meet so keep that in mind when you want to develop a home keep that in mind when you want to do something that's off the beaten path and keep property marketers uh, right on your watch list as well because we're constantly finding new properties like this and new concepts that we want to tell you about and we want to show you in future episodes so keep us at the top of your watch list here 
and stay tuned for more episodes from me and stay tuned for more properties like these and, and new concepts like these. And I'll see you in the next episode. This is me and I'm signing off.